Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome in. It's Coffee Break. It's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. And we're talking Good Samaritan Ministries today. We're talking with, uh, is it is it Janice? Janice, what is it? It's Janice. Janice. Okay, I was going to go normal, but then I thought, you know what? I didn't check beforehand, and it's probably something at left field. No, it's Janice Kinney, uh, Good Sam's new housing navigator. And, uh, you know, I, Sarah told me earlier this week she wasn't feeling well. I thought we wouldn't get to see her come in and hang out. She's here hanging out in the corner. Yeah, yeah, I hope you're feeling I hope you're feeling a little bit better. But uh, Janice and I are going to be okay today. And uh, Janice, I appreciate you coming in. It, you, it'll, it'll be easy, I promise. It's, I'm not going to go hard on you. This will be easy stuff, stuff that you've talked about before. And, you know, we'll start off, we'll ease our way in. Uh, introduce yourself. Tell everybody who is Janice Kinney, and we only have we only have like twenty eight minutes. So, okay. um, Janice Kinney is a single mom of two children, one granddaughter. I did not work in the housing industry for the majority of my working years. Um, in two thousand fourteen, I was offered a position through a housing entity, and I took it. And little did I know that would be the best thing that had ever happened to me in my life. I love housing. I love working with families. And I've worked in the housing industry for about four and a half years. I actually do not like my job. I love my job. <laughs> there is no better feeling than helping families find affordable shelter and obtain the resources they need to thrive in our community. So when it comes to uh, the, the background, you touched on it there, your, your background mm -hmm. in housing, that just sort of happened. I it mean, did. how is it that you, you, you know, you, you took that job. I mean, did you have anything initially that sort of hinted at, well, maybe she'd be good at this? Or did you discover it sort of along the way? Um, well, I've always been that kind-hearted person that just absolutely loves to help everybody, whether no matter their situation. And it's it's dear to my heart. You know, I come from a family where, you know, we we have struggled. We were not rich. We we struggled all our lives, and so the fact that I love to help people, I was not in the, the correct situation for my future, and I knew that. Um, but then, like I said, I got that job and discovered how much I loved what I do. How long did it take to sort of realize, you know, and, and not just a, well, I can take a job, you know, and I'll, I'll, maybe I'll like it, to shift to clearly what's been like, the, oh, this it was, is me. It was so immediate. I... I walked into that job, and the first person I saw, I knew this was it. This is exactly what I was meant to do. Yeah, that's so cool. And and so you've been doing it since then. You decided this years. is my lane. Yeah, yeah, I like it. You know, yeah. and it's it's one of those things that's pretty specific, right? So you probably wouldn't have found your way to that without that initial like hey here here's a job because nobody really goes out and says i i, I want to work in housing no absolutely i i just felt like there was something missing you know i i i take great strides in what i do no matter what it is but there was just something missing it wasn't personal it you know it wasn't from the heart mm -hmm. it wasn't it, it didn't leave me at the end of the day going yes i'm exhausted mentally but oh Think of, you know, all the families I've helped and all the smiles I give that they really, really appreciate and need. 
Yeah, and there's a domino effect with that too. Yes. I mean, you're not affecting one person; you're affecting one person who affects three people, who affects six people. You know, I mean, it, it goes down the line. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so cool. Uh, uh, Janice Kinney is with us this morning. We're talking Good Samaritan Ministries, and she's the new housing navigator. And uh, you've been in that role with Good Samaritan for how long now? About a month. Okay. Yeah, it's not very long. It isn't, but I have I have dove right in, and I love it. I absolutely love my job. How, how did how did that come about? Uh, you know, how, how did you wind up in this role now? Well. I, I came across this position, and I thought it might give me a little more diversity working with entities outside of just where I was. You know, at Good Sam, mm-hmm. we work with all of the community partnerships. So I kind of wanted that diversity, too. Yeah. Maybe explain, we take for granted that people understand and, and know what it is, but maybe explain what Good Samaritan Ministries is for those who maybe aren't aware. It's, it's not just a thrift store. It isn't. It is not just a thrift store. Good Samaritan Ministries is, it's an entity where families know that they can come and get help with different resources that may, there's there's a lot of things that families struggle with. And to know that you can go to Good Samaritan Ministries and get help with rent, get help with deposit, get help with your bills. I mean, the certain bills that we would cover like electricity and help with that clothes, you know, maybe you're looking for a job. Mm-hmm. We have clothes. We do help with that. And they just overall, I feel like it's like an umbrella family. Yeah. And as soon as you walk in, you're a part of that family. Yeah, there's a lot of branches yes. uh, to, you know, the thrift store is sort of maybe the hub. And then there's a lot of spokes coming off of that. And if we, if we, if where you come in, if we do not offer that service, we can absolutely help you find the entity that can help you. Yeah, well, and right now, I mean, we're we're not really through the pandemic. We're through one stage of it, but there's still people that are suffering, and um, in some ways, maybe more than they were before. And so, Good Samaritan is one of those organizations that sort of can step in and and be a stopgap, right? Absolutely, yes. I think that they have great resources to help these these families with the pandemic yeah janice kenny is with us this morning on coffee break a few more minutes before we have to take a break and uh, m- maybe a good chance i guess uh, we we explain good samaritan ministries maybe explain housing navigator what what does that mean what, do you, what are you doing out there every day well housing navigator i feel like i wear many hats um i see clients families sometimes single folks um we come in we do an intake on them. We I assess their situation because everything everyone is different. Mm-hmm. You never know what they need, what their what their hopes are. Um, I help them to obtain housing. I help with the landlord client relationship. Sometimes as a mediator, it's kind of nice to actually have someone that's on the landlord aspect as well as helping you find housing. And I have found I have housed two people so far. And that's super rewarding. Yeah. So you are there just to uh, be that person when somebody comes in the door and says, I need help. That's you. Absolutely. And yeah. if I if it's not something I can help them with, I will get them the help that they need. Yeah. And we, we had uh, Jeff in from uh, United Way of the Lewis and Clark area yesterday. And uh, that's somebody that you work with, I yes. know. You know, and they're another sort of umbrella organization. So if, if you don't know where to go, you can give uh, emily or somebody a call over at united way 
they can give somebody a call and very quickly people can find the help that they need. Yes, yes, very quickly. We want to make sure that um, we can house these families. It's even harder now that winter is coming. It's important mm-hmm. to get them in shelter. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's not an easy job, certainly in Helena, where housing has long been an issue. Uh, you, you didn't sign up for something easy here. No, <laughs> it's not easy, but... I love it. I absolutely love it. You know, when you make someone smile and you give them that opportunity to be self-sufficient and you give them a roof over their head so they being homeless, I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Can't even imagine how that would make a family feel. So, it's just rewarding. I love it. Yeah, it has to be in some ways, you know, that rewarding. That that's what keeps you coming back, right? Because Absolutely. this is one of those things and we've talked about it before on the show that the people we talk to on the show so often, it, it's more than a job what they're doing. I mean, if it was just a job, you might not be able to hang with this thing because it it's it is very emotional. It is. It's very personal and I feel like a it's, it's okay to keep those boundaries, but I feel like the more personally you take this job, the more strive you're going to give to get these families in houses and in places to live. Yeah. Janice Kinney is with us this morning on Coffee Break. She's from Good Samaritan Ministries. She's the new housing navigator out there. You, about a month in, I, you, you've still got some boxes you haven't unpacked, don't you? Nope. I no, have you, you packed all my boxes. You are organized. I, well, I try. <laughs> nice job. Uh, we we have to take a quick break, so we'll go ahead. We'll do that now. We'll give Janice a break, and then we'll come back and chat more after this. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back to Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Do sure appreciate it. It's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant, 459-8565. We're talking Good Samaritan Ministries today. Janice Kinney is in. She's the housing navigator out there. She has been for about a month, and she claims that she's got everything unpacked. I think I believe her. Uh, what, Janice, what, what are some of the big wins, I guess, that you've had in trying to get a client's house. You said you've been there for about a month and you've you've done this twice now, right? Yes, I actually have housed two fam- or two entities so far, two families. Um, I actually have three more that are close to being housed as well. Um, in my position, I, I help families that have a working earned income. Um, that's the only difference between me and others that are doing the same thing. Um, but even if they come into me without an earned income, I still know exactly where to get them and I can still help them. Mm-hmm. I just, they, they get put into that system where Jeff and, and the United way would yeah. put them. Yeah. I mean, and the big challenge for you, I guess, <clears throat> is just availability, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just, there is no housing there affordable is, or otherwise. No. It's just, there's not that much. 
Yes, we can't say we go by the FMRs in Helena. That is absolutely not the case. Um, I have found some affordable housing. It might be a little easier for me because the families I work with have incomes, but the rents are not suitable for families mm -hmm. and the incomes that they that they have brought into me. Um, but there has there's a few landlords that actually are quite reasonable, and I appreciate them so much because. If without them, nobody would be housed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what are some of the other challenges? You know, we, we everybody talks about availability, uh, just that, that there's no housing. Is there other stuff that we just maybe don't think of that is sort of a hurdle in, in getting folks housed? There is. There's a lot of aspects to that as far as um, income, um, dynamics, as far as family dynamics, size. That's a huge hurdle because a lot of the three and four bedroom rentals that I've seen in this area are way too high. Um, and a lot of these families have children. So you can't put three kids in one room. You shouldn't have to. Um, there's dynamics of pets, whether there's registered service animals or therapy animals. There are a lot of obstacles that tenants face. So I'm here to work with landlords to see if we can come to some agreement. Yeah. So you're sort of that middle, you're, you're the me I'm mediator. I'm mediator. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like it. And you, yeah. you brought up pets. I mean, that's when, when we first moved to Helena, you know, a decade ago, it was hard to find a place that would take, you know, oh, you have an opening. Oh, but you, you don't take pets. Right. That's really, really hard if you've got a pet to find a spot in Helena. Absolutely. It's, it is the biggest hurdle I think that we've come across, but I will tell you, I have seen a lot more rentals lately where they do accept pets. They just require bigger deposits. Mm -hmm. They require possibly a pet rent each month. Um, so, and maybe their, their units are more per pet friendly as far as, you know, hardwood flooring, something like that. But I have seen it, it has gotten better, I think. Um, but there still are a majority of landlords out there that won't accept them. Yeah, yeah. Well, and what's uh, what's frustrating, I mean, these are people that desperately want to be in a place. You know, like you said, they've got a job. They're, they're trying to find somewhere, and I know that's frustrating for them because, you know, they, they can't find anywhere. Yeah. It, it's got to be just so frustrating. You've got to have a lot of really frustrated people in your office. I do. I, I have already seen a lot of people, and they are very frustrated because you can only count on a certain amount of your income to cover that rent. And when that the rent that these landlords are asking, five, six, seven hundred more than you're able to spend on in your monthly income, that makes it very challenging, and they are frustrated. But, you know, it's my job to search and talk to landlords daily to try to see if there's rentals available that will meet their needs. Yeah. Yeah, we've got Janice Kinney in. She's the housing navigator at Good Samaritan Ministries, and you're coming in at a time when you're certainly needed, but at a time when your job is very difficult. Uh, how, how has the transition gone? I mean, a, a month in, are you going, I, I kind of need some other place. I want to keep doing housing, but this is too hard here. I want to go somewhere else. No, absolutely. It is not hard. When you love something, it is not hard at all. And I walked into the Good Samaritan, and they are. it feels like one big family. Um, everyone is helpful. They, you know, they're very knowledgeable. They help me if I have questions. I feel like I have just walked right in and just done a great job taking over. And I, like I said, I wear many hats. So mm -hmm. 
And we all do at Good Samaritan. I do too. I like hats. Yes. Uh, working at Good Samaritan Ministries, it sounds like it has been great. So if a job opens there, people ought to jump at that thing. Absolutely. I agree. And I do refer people as well when I know that we have a job opening and they're in my office and they say, hey, I need another job. Well, let me tell you who's hiring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there are Absolutely. several folks, there's several groups that are trying and doing really the same thing you are, similar things to what you are and trying to get folks into housing. How does all that work? I mean, is, is everybody, uh, everybody in town working together because it could get frustrating if they're not. We, we have to, you have to collaborate with all of the agencies in town to make sure that the needs of these families are met, whether it be in the mental health aspect, whether it be furniture, whether it be assistance, maybe they're a veteran. Um, there's different aspects and, and we all work together and it's beautiful. It, we couldn't do it without each other. Yeah. What's that like seeing that? I mean, it works so well because that has to be, it had to be a little trepidation, at least when you first started, you know, four years ago of going, well, wait, they're doing the same thing. So now I'm fighting with them over the same housing, right? You can see right. where there might be that picture of, okay, we've got half a dozen agencies in town trying to get people in houses. They're all battling to, to get that one house for that one person. doesn't sound like that's the case. No, it's not a battle. It isn't. We really work synonymously together and we help get housing for people because we know as art like for our agency and other agencies we know what we can do we know what we can help with and if we can't we know who can so we just all work together it's one big umbrella of agencies that have the best interest at heart for these families yeah janice kinney is the housing navigator out of good samaritan ministries and uh, being new to the position uh, you, you do bring in some new ideas new perspective that sort of thing anything that you'd like to see sort of come into the program or do you have sort of a this is my pet project i want to weave this in because i think it'll make it better well absolutely i think any any position that you come into if you can make it better you should absolutely i do have a lot of ideas you know i would like to normally when i see someone or a family and i house them then they're usually exited from my program but i would actually like to see a six-month follow-up mm -hmm. to make sure that things are going well to make sure there's no conflicts between them and the landlord that i can't help resolve so that they're renting experience can be all that it can be i would also like to work on really decreasing the number of evictions through trying mediation that is my my biggest thing so that landlords know as well as tenants that i'm there to help um and another thing too is i really want to get the landlords and tenants on the same page regarding expectations on both sides i think there's a lot missing there because a lot of times tenants will go to landlords they'll sign documents but i a lot of people don't read those documents right. i think it's important to know what the landlord expects and what the tenant expects so if i can make sure that that's known and they know as a, i would like to meet with all of them to make sure that it goes smoothly yeah, I yeah. you got my vote on all three of those things. Mm -hmm. I mean that, that that's fantastic, especially sort of that 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 continuing relationship because you know there is as you've talked about that emotional you know you, you become invested in getting these folks housed, mm -hmm. and then you know it's got to be tough for for both parties to go all right well there you go you got your house 
See ya. Yeah, here's you know, the keys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, 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 it'd certainly be nice because they've come to rely on you in, in, in many aspects. So it, it'd be nice for you to be able to have that continuing relationship. And what's really nice, too, is I would never say, well, you're done in my program. I, I'm not going to talk to you. That's not the situation. They can always come back to me if they have questions. Absolutely. Well, and there and certainly could be continuing housing, questions and issues right yes, like absolutely just because you all of a sudden have a key day one doesn't mean everything's all solved uh, yes you're right it's i th- i think it takes a village it really really does it takes a village yeah well and you talked about uh, working with the landlords it's a situation where you're not only trying to help tenants you want things to go well for the landlords absolutely. too uh you know i i think too often right now, uh, they're sort of just cast as the bad guy, right? They're the villain in this story. That's not necessarily true. No, it's not true. Um, landlords, it's important to have a good relationship with landlords because without them, we wouldn't have places for people to live. I mean, honestly, I do have a lot of relationships with landlords in the last four years. I've developed those. Um, and I know the quirks of some, which is really nice. Um, and they know me. Mm-hmm. So that helps too. But yes, I think the landlords, I think they are cast in a really gray shadow with expectations. Do I think their rents are kind of high? Yeah. Do you know, but you have to also have to understand they have been left with a lot of messes too from yeah. tenants that aren't on the up and up. So you just kind of look at both sides of it. And you know that landlords really want to help people as well. And so I work with them so that they can. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we look at the last, uh, you know, year, year and a half, whatever it is now, uh, you know, across the state and across the country, there's a lot of landlords that uh, they're struggling too. I mean, we we had the legislation that said, okay, well, you, you can't evict anybody for not paying their rent. Okay. And we get that. We understand that because they're struggling. Well, a lot of these landlords now, what, what do they do? Because they've got to pay mortgages. They've got, maybe that's their only source of income. And now they don't have a check coming in. Yes, that, I mean, it, it, people don't always look at the other side of that coin. Oh, absolutely. This has been really hard on the landlords too. And I, I feel for them because I know a few that have gone a year without rent from their tenants. And I don't think that's okay. I don't feel that's great at all. I feel like we should have more resources for them as well. Yeah, and so you're there and to more incentives pull pull both sides together, and that's great to ha- to have that mediation in the middle. So you know, because what's great is, as you said, you've built up relationships with them. They trust you. And now you've got your clients coming in. They trust you. And so you're the perfect person to be in the middle saying, okay, well, how can we make this work? Yes. Yes, that I think that's one of the most rewarding parts of my job is knowing that I've talked to the landlord. I've talked to the tenant. We've talked together. And I think they understand they're happy. They're going to sign a lease. They're going to get their keys. The landlord's happy. And I think that just makes everybody happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And is, is, so you mentioned a couple of the, the things you'd like to weave in. Do you have any, um, and, and that's sort of the same question, I suppose, but any goals for the program, maybe like short term or, or longer term? What, what would you like to see happen in the next, you know, six months, year, two years? Well, obviously I'm new in my job, so I'm still trying to get a complete feel for what I'm doing right now. Um, I do have goals that I would like to see happen. I would like to see, um, I would like to see this program help families that are without income as well. I would love to see that. I would love to have a lot more incentives for landlords as well. Maybe something 
um, to help them if they take a loss. Um, down the road, I don't know. I just, my biggest, I think my biggest thing is just to make sure that our families are all housed. That mm-hmm. is, I just, whatever it takes, I will do to get our families housed. Yeah. It, it'd be neat to have sort of a, uh, I don't know, like a sister program for, for landlords too, because landlords are looking for tenants. You know, I would love to have instances. a program like that for landlords. They absolutely can come to me. And that's what I'm here for. So, you know, through landlord engagements and, and things like that, I can let them know, hey, I'm here for you. And when you need someone to rent your unit, you can come to me. I'm that person. Yeah. And not every tenant is right for every landlord. So you, you have to play matchmaker, too. And, I, and I'm really good at that because, like I said, I do know a lot of these landlords. I know what they're looking for. I know what they're not looking for. Um, so not all of them, of course, but a good majority of them from my last four and a half years. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to have that. So if there's somebody out there that could use your help, uh, Janice, if there's somebody listening going, this is the lady I need in my life, <laughs> what, what do they do? All they need to do is either walk into the Good Samaritan Ministries and make an appointment, um, or they can call Good Samaritan Ministries and make an appointment with me. And my appointments aren't too far out, so that's that's awesome. Um, sometimes if I'm not completely busy, I'll take a walk in. So, but we will we will see them. Okay. Absolutely. So if there if there's folks out there that, that are looking for housing, we they are the ones we've been talking about this morning. You're there for them. Absolutely. Hey, what can we do? What can our listeners do to help you help, uh, help good Samaritan, help your clients? I mean, if, if we're not going, well, we've got a house, I'm not looking for that, but I'd like to help somehow. Uh, we got about a minute left. Is, is there something that listeners can do? Well, we always, we always like volunteers. We, there's never enough volunteers for good Samaritan and everyone that we partner with. So if they want something to do to help the community, they can just come in and we'll let them know and they can, they can fill out an application to volunteer. Um, we have the holidays coming, so we're going to need extra volunteers for that. And, and also word of mouth. If, you know, if you were housed through the Good Samaritan, mm-hmm. tell your friends, tell your family, you know, we, we really are there to help. Yeah. Janice Kinney is with Good Samaritan Ministries. She's the housing navigator out there now, and she's doing great work. She's got a couple of folks in housing already. We got, we got three more on deck. She's, she's, she's going to have five here in, the, in a little bit. She's only been there a month, folks. She's obviously very good at her job. So if you need some help, go out there and talk with Janice and uh, and see if she can uh, get you into some place. Or, you know what, if you're a landlord out there and you say, you know what, I've got a place. I need to find the right tenant for it. Janice may have somebody for you. Janice, we're all out of time. I told you we'd fill it up. <laughs> I, you, you did a great job. Thanks for coming in, and thanks thank for what you, you're Troy. doing. You're, you're helping make our community better, and I, I really, really appreciate that. Well, thank you, Troy. I appreciate that you're helping to get the word out there. Thanks. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.